0: Hi, I'm Whitney.
1: And I'm Brandon.
0: And we love to tell true crime stories, and we have a lot of opinions and absolutely no qualifications. Welcome to... Criminally unqualified. Today, I am bringing you a story. It starts with a disappearance. Uh, we have a partner who is like way too chill about the whole thing. And then the story just kind of snowballs from there. Uh, this is a wild one. I, I love
1: a good snowball.
0: Yeah. it. I go through all the range of emotions, or I did at least kind of researching this. It's wild. Um, so I'm excited to bring you the story today. So this week's story is the murders of Diane Stewart and Helen Bailey. I
1: know it's going to be real because I saw when you were researching <laughs> that you were tearing up a little bit. Florence. I didn't see what she was researching. I just seen the emotion.
0: Oh it was and so yeah we well,
1: know it's gonna be crazy
0: it is uh a, a wild one um yeah. so all right so that's what i'm bringing us we'll see how funny this week's is uh there's definitely a lot of things to talk about this week uh, it's a sad one but it's it's a good story right so, on what yeah. are you bringing to the podcast this week
1: all right so since you didn't know uh what well last what was it last episode you yeah. didn't know what hit a lick was yeah
0: i've learned now hit a lick
1: that's right uh Good on you for not saying hit the lick.
0: Well, that's because our friend called and ridiculed us as soon as she heard the episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, She said I was screaming.
1: That's Uh, right. So I got, I'm going to go, I looked up like a quiz. So I didn't, I didn't curate this list on my own or anything.
0: And this, I'm assuming these are like terms you don't think I'm going to understand.
1: I think you'll get some of them. Okay. So what does gas mean?
0: Like I'm going to gas you up? Like hype you up?
1: No, just like. That's gas.
0: Farts. I don't know.
1: <laughs> all right. So there's two things. Gas is kind of like, uh, like, damn. That's gas. That's fire. That's stupid. Right? Or, but that's m- not
0: real. It is. Okay.
1: Now it's was it's most popular when referring to like weed. Like oh. I smoked that gas. So like good. Oh, okay. Good ass shit. Good ass weed.
0: Oh, kind all sh- right. I'm gonna ask you spelling bee style to use them in a sentence for me because that's not fair. Because gas you up. I was totally accurate.
1: Yeah. I'm going to gas you up. I guess so. It's uh, mm, Mm, gas you up is the term, right? Gas you up versus this is gas. All right. Or whatever. Okay. All right. I'm ready. Feeling
0: competitive. Go again. All right. Next one.
1: So what does chuggy mean?
0: Oh, it's like cringy, like old outdated. So like I think. Oh, okay. I knew only because TikTok has led me to believe that all younger people probably think I'm chuggy. Cause like I'm an older millennial and just inherently I'm chuggy. Chuggy is a dumb
1: ass word. I think they're like, what's the so sh- opposite of bougie? Chuggy. Yeah. Anyway, it's All right, let's speed through these. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> so if something slaps, it's
0: it like it's amazing. It hits.
1: Yeah. What does drip mean?
0: It's like your swag, just like the stuff you're wearing. Your drip look. I feel like Emmet always tells you that like, you have a good drip or something like that.
1: Like you're fashionable.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, your I'm outfit not, looks good. Such a bad dad joke. My nose is running. I was like, meanwhile, I've got drip, comma post nasal. Is that sexy? <laughs> <laughs> like post nasal drip. That's so gross. Oh. <laughs>
1: what does simp mean?
0: A simp. Yeah. Someone who like, um, like goes nuts to like do stuff for the other person that they like. So they. I don't know. You're
1: really close. It's like being too submissive to a woman.
0: Yeah, I think that's a stupid word and a stupid concept made up by probably people who also use the term alpha male. But mm. that's fine. Whatever. <laughs> uh, say less. It means like I already got you. Like say less. I'm already on board.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: Okay. Yep. Look you at had you. me at post nasal drip. <laughs> say less. Uh, what does bet mean? Um. Okay. I use this one all the time, but now I gotta think about it. So bet is like. Like, I'm not going to be wrong or like, just watch me. I'm right.
1: It's more like I'm down. Okay. Like bet. Like, okay.
0: Well, like if you were like.
1: Like if somebody was like, you, you want to come like, oh, we're going to go to the party at six. You'd be like bet.
0: Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: So, but you probably could use it in other in ways. In my too. head, it's
0: like, I take you up on that.
1: Yeah, And then vibing, I guess is one. This, this is a stupid this quiz. Is a,
0: I, okay. I say vibing on a daily basis. I know. But just like on the same frequency, like feeling it
1: relaxing or tapping into good feelings it says yeah. i don't know this wasn't a great list but you did great uh did much better than last week so
0: hit a lick is one i've never heard before at all and
1: yeah. well you heard you hear it all the time in the music i listen to so i don't you do no i promise you there's multiple songs that i've listened to that i would like you to it. please
0: curate this list for me and sh- like cite your sources please and thank I will. you
1: i will listen you listen to Jeezy. you know what's up
0: he liked to drink. He liked to smoke. Jeezy like liked to mix. Salmon hammer with his Coke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> don't let me do impressions and rap anymore on this, You didn't change please. your voice, so I'll
1: give you a pass. All go. right.
0: <laughs> mm. All right. Well, I'll have to work on a quiz for so you that, for next week.
1: Yeah. Well, no. You don't have to.
0: No, I have gonna-
1: one. Oh, uh, you have one? Yeah.
0: I just need to like put it together, but I have a great idea for one. Midwestern-themed. Oh, well. We have
1: Steve. I'm from the Midwest now. I know. See if I've adapted in the last two, three years.
0: Yeah, you have. We'll see. For the most part, yeah. We'll okay. See. All my right. My driving's
1: better than everyone, so.
0: Um, unless you're eating ice cream, in which case you I'm forget how to. What is it? I'm it's too just... focused
1: on the goddamn ice cream. I know. It's more important than our safety.
0: It's not though.
1: It is. I'm. It will I can't. Sp- Listen. There's a lot of factors going on. I can't spill it on me. I'm t- trying to get it down my throat. Well, <laughs>
0: you feel good about it? All I regret right.
1: saying that statement.
0: Yeah, no, you don't. Okay, I know last time we got ice cream, I had to hold it against the window away from you because I knew you wanted to grab that son of a bitch out of my hand and start going ham on it. I'm like, we I live did. three minutes away.
1: Listen, I we live in a... Well, it's cold right now. My point is, is, I want to get the ice cream while it's fresh, man. I'm not trying to have it all melted and shit.
0: Why didn't we get fucking blizzards? I don't know. Oh, God damn it. All right, well... Uh, I don't have much to bring to you, um, other than I think I'm running on fumes from this last week. We're doing a little house search. We just, yeah, think we're going to get a house, which is really exciting. She's a fixer upper. We're uh, filming this
1: one day before it goes live. So yeah, we we're filming
0: it the night before. Uh, have to
1: edit and get it done. It's been a wild week. It so.
0: has worth it though. Uh, mm. I put on eyelashes with the last ounce of strength that I had. Is that how should I have used my energy? No, probably mm-hmm. not. But I'm not
1: wearing any pants. <laughs>
0: Are I'm, ch- I'm oh. joking. Oh, you
1: are. <laughs> I am. I just thought it'd be funny to say.
0: I believed you. <laughs> no, no, you didn't. All right, well... You
1: watched me set it all up. I set the whole... Th- I set this up every time. She watched me set it all up.
0: I know, but you... O- I'm not going to get into it. It's fine. I just wanted to check. You're cute. You have pants on. It's disappointing for me, but probably good for everyone else. Yeah. All right.
1: Well, nobody can see, so yeah. okay. it doesn't matter.
0: <laughs> All right. So um, for our last few cases, I know we were in our DeLorean going back in time. We were in the 1800s, the 1950s, but now I'm taking us to pretty close to present time for this one.
1: Okay. The 1800s, 1900s, and now? The 2000s. The 2000s.
0: Yes. Okay.
1: I don't know why I'm talking like that, but...
0: I don't know, just channeling your radio, in uh, a radio DJ. Okay. I
1: was, I, was, I was like a Southerner. What? I was like 1900s, two, 2000s, the 20th. I'm scrogging out. Are
0: you all right? No. <laughs> it's been a long fucking week. It's been long, man. <laughs> all right. To start us off, I'm going to tell you a little about Helen Bailey. All right. Helen Bailey. So Helen Bailey was born on August 2nd, 1964 in Pontieland, Pontyland, England. Pontyland. Pontyland. You said Pontyland. <laughs> well, Ponty-lind. I just I Pontyland. 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 Yep. I, I uh, I'm still probably saying it wrong, but I tried to spell it phonetically to remind myself. Yes. All right. So she grows up here. Upon graduating, she gets her degree in physiology, and she originally wanted to be a forensic scientist, which super cool. Sounds really smart. I always
1: wish I was like in the. Like, police kind of field, mm-hmm. like a forensic f- something, something, yeah, or like a detective would be real fucking cool.
0: It would, I would be such a sad job, but
1: even a police officer, I'm just like, let me just be something where like every day's something different, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah, like you, I don't know, yeah, Seems cool,
0: yeah, I totally get that. Yeah. So, upon graduating, um. And getting her degree, she begins doing research at a teaching hospital, but she ends up switching gears and uh, she starts a career where she's working in campaigns for licensing and marketing on some popular cartoons like Garfield and Rugrats.
1: This is before she got her job.
0: No, no. So after she graduates, she first is, does some um, like research at a mm, hospital and then okay. she just kind of switches up in life what she's working on.
1: Changes paths.
0: Changes paths. And so... Yeah. Um, and working on these campaigns for licensing and marketing, I think that means that she's finding ways to use like these characters in like commercials, different types of advertising, yeah. things like that. Um, so the Pickles family, Tommy Pickles, what was the little one's name? He had a brother at some point, not important. Rugrats?
1: I know what you're talking about, but I don't know. I didn't even know he had a brother.
0: Yeah. At some point. Mm. I don't know. Okay. So, um, I
1: was a, Hey Arnold boy.
0: Hey, Arnold was great. Mm Ah, real monsters.
1: So many good ones.
0: I want to watch some old cartoons now. Okay. So, um, not completely sure on all the details. I think that sounds more fun, but this creative turn does kind of make a sense for, make sense for her. In a Wikipedia article I read, she was quoted as saying, "Whilst at school. I used to sit and stare out the window, dreaming of anything but lessons, then go home and write pages and pages in my diary of who did what to whom and usually why I wasn't part of it. So I just picture her like with this creative soul kind of staring out the window, just taking in like what she sees and making it like her own little world on her pages. And I think right. that's amazing. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So uh, eventually she meets John Sinfield, um, possibly through work, and they fall in love. And in 1996, they get married. And it I didn't see. A, What's his name? Uh, John Sinfield.
1: John Sinfield. Sinfield johnson field
0: no john space sinfield
1: oh do you think his parents knew what they were doing johnson field no john sinfield
0: unless i'm saying it wrong maybe it's seinfield and then we're both wrong
1: oh his name Uh, is john
0: not johnson though
1: john sinfield
0: john sinfield
1: sinfield is his last name
0: yeah
1: oh just sinfield i thought it was his middle name was sin I'm getting caught up on something that doesn't matter. What
0: is happening? (laughs) I just heard
1: Johnson and I'm like, what a weird first name. It's
0: because it's not his first name at all. At all. Okay. It's John Sinfield. Yes.
1: Nice pause on there.
0: There we go. Um, So during their marriage, she begins to write and eventually she becomes a successful author. So I love that we started in science, but like that little girl in her that loved to write
1: went into marketing and shit like that. And and then then
0: just found, yeah. She
1: she really did find her creative flow. Yeah. I love that. I love a good. I love creativity. Yeah,
0: I do too. We're like someone who's like finally recognizing their dreams. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's so cool. And then being
1: able to actually make a living off of it is yes, next level. I yeah. agree. Real I agree. Gangster.
0: So, um, she wrote a series of really popular young adult books based on this character called Electra Brown. And I'm pretty sure I've heard of Electra Brown. I don't know that I read any of those books. I probably was like a little bit older at that time. Right. Um, but I think that's so cool. So, she also wrote short stories, children's books, but she's having a lot of success. Awesome. And so um, on February of 2011, Helen and John take a vacation to Barbados. And so at this point, they've been married for 15 years, and they've been together for 22 years.
1: God damn.
0: I know. So like, I love that. She's got her
1: life, her career path figured out.
0: Yes. Okay. So in Barbados, while they're there, John is out swimming, and he is caught by a riptide, and he Mm. drowns. Fuck. I know. And so... um, Riptides
1: are no joke.
0: No, he can't break free. And so, like, I have goosebumps now, but in an article I read on BBC News um, called Helen Bailey, A Life Shaped by Death, she was quoted as saying, a wife at breakfast, but a widow by lunch. And this is the part that made me cry. I know. Yeah. I can yeah. tell you about
1: to tear up again. Um,
0: I just think about, like, how you're my best friend. I love you so much. Like, I can't imagine, like, what that must have felt like for her to have that just ripped away from her so fast. It's going to make me cry again.
1: Yeah. Especially, the, I mean, they were together for so long, too. And right. it's got to be Just, devastating.
0: like, you wake up thinking it's going to be a normal day, and then it's not.
1: The worst day of your life. Yeah. Oh, It's terrible.
0: So... Uh, buckle up the story doesn't get better from here um but uh yeah so really um sad so after john passes helen starts this blog called planet grief so i think she kind of goes to like her place which is writing and she starts documenting what it's like to be a widow now and i think she has some humor in it but some sadness and that's just the way that she's talking about like adjusting to this new life Mm -hmm. and She also ends up joining a grief support group online that's for widows and widowers. And so about eight months after John passed, she forms a friendship with a widower in this group, and his name is Ian Stewart. And eventually they begin to date. And so she starts writing about him in her blog. She calls him the Gorgeous Gray-Haired Widower, or GGHW.
1: How long is this after?
0: It's about like eight months after.
1: That's pretty fast.
0: It is. Well...
1: I I mean, obviously it's hard... everyone's gonna listen people are gonna judge you I just feel like that's so fast like you were just talking about how like we're best friends if you pass I don't think I can ever I feel like I would never be able to date again yeah I get it
0: no I get it and um well so and
1: I get people like can't some people just like you have to move on and you can't lie down and die with that person and you got to live your life but eight months
0: well, okay, here's the thing. So Ian's wife had also passed away and so they
1: trauma bonded.
0: They trauma bonded probably. Yeah. And so what I was saying, like so I totally get what you're saying and regardless like no judgment on people they find love whenever like I mean, we both came out of different situations, you know, uh and fell in love really fast too. That's um, true. I
1: guess you can't stop you just, love sometimes. Sometimes so. right.
0: Um, but anyway, they had I was thinking they had both lost their spouses within like 6 months of each other, mm-hmm. and so it probably felt great to have somebody to talk to and just like who understood what you were going through. Yeah. Um and so That's true. I don't
1: know what that's like. It still seems fast to me, but you're right. I don't know what that's like.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I mean, it's hard to say everybody's different, but yeah. so Ian's wife had passed away, um, in June of 2010. And this was really traumatic too. He had found her collapsed on the floor and she had apparently had an epileptic fit. And so Ian came home and found her. He calls 999, which is like the UK's version of 911. right? And he's, um, trying to give her CPR, but the medics couldn't save her. And so, um, she passed away, you know, with him. And so they had two boys together, Oliver and Jamie. And at the time of their mother's passing, Oliver was 15 and Jamie was 18. So, um, I mean, presumably long, a long marriage together for them also. Right. Right. All right, so Helen and Ian, both some really traumatic pasts, but they find each other. And uh, in 2012, they decide that they're going to move in um, to a new house together that they purchased, along with Ian's sons. In, what year is that in? Uh, 2012. Oh, so a year later? About Yeah, about a year later. Yep. And the house is in Royston, Hertfordshire. Uh, there are so many just like name comma name comma name in the uk things And this is just because i'm a dumb american but i'm like what where <laughs> where just what <laughs> right. anyway i'm just too so different yep. um, okay but this is super cool also so their house has a name it's hartford lodge and it's a victorian mansion That's which sounds fucking so fucking fire old. i know um oh that sounds God. gas bro <laughs> no okay but like how rich do you have to be to get a name for your house or like
1: yeah what was it called too uh it was called Hartford Hartford
0: Hartford Lodge I was trying to add a shire at the end of it Hartfordshire Lodge but it's just Hartford Lodge
1: adding a shire at the end of anything makes it sound fancy too
0: I mean now zoom to the house we might get which is like a little over a thousand square feet fixer-upper uh but I think we should still name it so let's work on that why not (laughs) something majestic
1: we got a fucking roundabout driveway so it's we do fancy well it's, i don't give a fuck how big it is that's it, fancy it is
0: half asphalt half concrete like we're gonna need to finish it all it's <laughs> i love it so much i didn't
1: even realize that
0: it is it's like half and half
1: it's half and half
0: yeah our friend was like that's a rich person driveway and i was like i mean shape-wise yes material-wise No. (laughs)
1: Listen, shape-wise is all that really matters, right? Right.
0: Sure, sure, sure. But anyway, yes. So let's name it, and we should put a little sign out so our neighbors are like, who are these fucking Mm -hmm. Uh, dum-dums? I'm down. Okay. Awesome. All right. Also, they had a little weather vane on top in the shape of a dachshund, which I would like a shape, uh, a Yorkie-shaped weather vane on top of the house for Lola. What is a weather vane? It's like a little spinny thing on top of the house. I think it tells you what direction the wind is blowing. Oh, that's fucking
1: cool. Let's get a giant dachshund.
0: We don't have a dachshund. Get a Yorkie.
1: I know we have a Yorkie, but a dachshund would be cool because it could be real fucking long and circular. Just like his ass starts where his face is. <laughs> <laughs> it just fucking spins. If that's what I'm picturing, I'm picturing yes. being okay. circular. And-
0: so theirs was a dachshund because they had a dachshund named... Oh, theirs
1: is a dachshund. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, because theirs is a dachshund named Boris. They have a, a dog named Boris. i have already
1: fallen in love with him because yeah. uh, I love dachshunds. My favorite dog.
0: Oh, so cute. Well, don't tell Lola that, but all right. She's not listening. Um, That's true. Okay. So anyway, um, at some point, they get engaged and she starts planning the wedding. So... This is very exciting. Like, they've had great chapters in their lives that changed kind of dramatically, tragically. But now they're in this new chapter where they're building building a new life together, which, amazing. Right. Okay. So, they've been in the house about three years at this point. So, now we're in 2016. And Helen is 52 and Ian is 55. And, like, the ages aren't really important. But Mm -hmm. as I was typing this, I was like, I didn't write that earlier. I probably ought to throw that in. Just for context. Right. Whatever. Um, Okay. I figured
1: they were older because he's got... Kids that are 18. Right. And so I figured that.
0: All right. So now it is April 11th, 2016, and Helen has spent some time that day planning the wedding. She's searching for information online about this place where they want to have it. Right. And she sends an email to a friend. Um, I'm not exactly sure what Ian's schedule was that day, but um, he wasn't working anymore. He had a bunch of nerve damage in his hands and had stopped working sometime in the 90s. Um, which isn't like that important other than just to say like during the day he wasn't out of the house working. Right. He did um have a doctor's appointment that day uh, as like a follow-up to surgery. This is just an interesting note, but he had had laparoscopic surgery, which is where they like they make that little incision and then they stick like a camera in or a little robotic thing to like do some sutures or whatever you know what I'm mm. talking about.
1: Well, I think they did it uh, on my ex. She had when her, tubes ruptured
0: oh yeah probably so they don't have to like cut them open as much it's less yeah, invasive Yeah,
1: little tiny scars almost yep. pretty much non-existent yeah that almost. was probably
0: totally at then yeah. um okay this is the reason i called this out so uh in the articles i read they called it keyhole surgery which i had never heard before but makes
1: perfect sense
0: they basically turn your body into like a little <laughs> keyhole they're
1: lock picking your guts <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I just thought that was a really fun name for it that I had never heard before.
1: It makes perfect sense though when you hear it. Yes. And that's a perfect a way to like explain it to somebody that didn't like if they didn't know what it was. Now
0: pretend your body's a door. And you and sticking... I want to open a key inside your body.
1: I just want to open the door. And okay.
0: My... <laughs> like, your sound's less gross.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what do they use? Like I don't know, their little robotic arms?
0: I think so. Or like sometimes they're little cameras. I think my
1: little camera is the key and I'm sticking it in your body.
0: It sounds gross the the more time we add more words to it.
1: It, Yeah, we're not doing a great job anymore. It was there, and then it wasn't. (laughs) Yep. Not
0: doctors. All right. So Ian gets back from his doctor's appointment, and Helen and Boris aren't there. It looks like they probably went for a walk, but they never come home. And so Ian's looking around, and at some point he discovers a note that Helen left him that basically said she and Boris went to the vacation home in Kent and that she needed some space um and they would be gone a few days. Oh. So that seems like a little bit weird to me. Like you're not going to send a text or a fucking a something like or we we'll just wait till he gets home to be like I just need some time. Well,
1: it depends. We don't know. I don't have any information on how he reacted in texts yeah. or how their relationship acted. Was he hot-headed? Maybe a yeah. text wasn't it. Maybe he sends a text and then it escalates the situation. Maybe he she didn't if that's what happened. I don't know what happened. Yeah. But just saying.
0: Yeah. Maybe I,
1: some people don't want to leave. You sure.
0: I mean? I, I mean. It is weird. Everybody's different. I think it seems a little bit weird. Um, But like, there we go. It, maybe that was normal for their relationship. Okay. So fast forward a few days. Four days. It's now April 15th, 2016. Helen and Boris still have not returned from their vacation home. So Ian calls the police to report. To-
1: also, she was a writer. So.
0: You typing is writing. She's a writer, but she can't type with her thumbs for a text to say. Maybe
1: she just likes to. You know what I mean? Maybe she always wrote little notes. Okay. I don't fucking know, man. I'm trying to. I always like to play. I love playing devil's advocate. I like that you do that
0: too. I don't agree with that one necessarily, but it's a it's a valid point. It's a point. It's It's a a valid point. point. (laughs) Okay. So it's been four days, and they don't come back. And Ian calls the police and reports that Helen and Boris are missing. He might have just said Helen is missing, but in my opinion, he said Helen and Boris were missing. Um yep. Okay, and so <clears throat> I... Here's a... So the police go to the vacation property. They don't see any sign of Helen and Boris. And I'm like, Ian, you didn't go to the property or did... Like,
1: I would be fucking jetting over there, although maybe he's respecting her. She said she needed some time.
0: She's going to respect her to not Why check on her she, but call the police? Well,
1: here's the thing. I would instantly panic and send some texts. I'm sorry. (laughs) Is everything okay? What did I do? I'm sorry. Like, is, are you fine? If you need the space, cool, but let me know.
0: Like, at least let me know you're okay. And like, let
1: me know we're good.
0: Yes, I agree. Like, I don't know. You and I also just communicate different and we've agreed. Like if so, you know,
1: I think, I think in any relationship you would send a text at least. And then maybe not send a text. like, if she wrote whatever she wrote the note, let's say the person receiving that note, in a relationship would text or try to call
0: or just say like, I understand, take the time, but let me know you get there safe. Nothing.
1: He didn't go there. He didn't text her.
0: And maybe he did. So this was like a little bit hard to find some answers on, but, um, so that's what I said. I'm like, did you try to call and she didn't answer? Did you text and she didn't answer? Did you drive up there? Did you have friends nearby? Like what? Or did you just say like, I don't know where she is and send the police up regardless four days, bruh, you're gone overnight and don't tell me what's going on sit, i'm freaking out you're gonna out. sit there and tell me
1: that you're just like oh well she said she needed some time i'm gonna give her four days and then what
0: well you I, wouldn't
1: text before i
0: i think you at least have to respect or have some type of thing in the relationship where you're saying like i respect your space can we agree just to do a once a day check-in just to say i'm okay you know what? maybe or not even that i
1: think i think yes that's a great point i think at the very least I respect your decision on wanting space, but can you let me know like, what's going on?
0: Sure. Or
1: let me know that we're good, or just let me know that you made it there safely. Exact- something.
0: Something. Something.
1: Yeah. Um. Maybe I'm too uh, attached.
0: Well, <laughs> bruh, same here. I don't,
1: I don't know their relationship. I think
0: we, at least we know our communication style with each right. other, and everybody's might be different. I think four days seems like way too fucking chill. I would be, I'd be so sweating. concerned. Yes. I'd be like, God damn. Um, I would be, first of all, I'd be thinking you were fucking kidnapped or something. All right. So police start searching for Helen and Boris and they aren't able to find any trace of them or any clues. Um, now one thing I think it's important to note is that family and friends said this didn't really sound like Helen. She hadn't ever done anything like this before. It didn't really sound like something she would do. Mm -hmm. Now she was really like she, I think Boris was like her little love. And so to me, it sounds like that she would leave with Boris makes sense, but The fact that she would just kind of ghost and not, like, tell anybody else. Like, it seemed weird. Right. Um, All right. So, police continue their investigation. And they find something uh, that are interesting that make them think Ian's looking a little suspicious. Mm -hmm. All right. He's got
1: sauce on his shirt.
0: What does that mean? That wasn't (laughs) on the quiz. I don't know what that means.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what it means, but it felt right in the moment. Dude's got sauce on his shirt. Like he's fucking.
0: He's been eating the pizza. Yeah. Of crime.
1: Pizza of crime.
0: (laughs) All right. So remember the note that. I was thinking
1: burger, burger pizza, burger. No, not burger pizza. Just burger. Like a ketchup stain. He's been eating the burger of crime, I not feel the pizza of crime. Like <laughs> this episode
0: is one long episode of us both having a simultaneous stroke. <laughs> <We're Yeah>. just- <laughs> we are low on
1: sleep and energy. All right. Deprived of everything, but.
0: That's right. But caffeine.
1: But caffeine. Yeah, no caffeine. If anything, the opposite of caffeine. Oh my God, are you all right? I'm not okay. <laughs> all right, listen. What is the opposite of caffeine?
0: Sleep, not ca- Uncaffeinated. Correct. Okay, thank you. All right, back to the story. All right, so remember that note that Helen left Ian? Um, so police are like, they obviously want to see it. And so they're like, Ian, can we see like the letter so we can just take a look at what she wrote? And Ian's like, super awkward. I don't have it. I don't know where it is. I don't have the note to show you. But Bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit. Cops are like, that's interesting. Bullshit, you don't keep the note? You don't, yeah.
1: The note would be in the same place that it was for me. Because I would be fucking panicking. Yes. I would see the fucking note and be like, oh,
0: shit. I'm just covered in my tear stains. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So police are also like, it is weird that Ian waited four days to report her missing. They also think that's a little sus.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure they asked him. We're going back in circles. I'm sure they asked him all the same shit that we mentioned earlier. Yeah.
0: Sorry. All right. So, an article I read on the CinemaHolic website said, "quote." Moreover, considering the way he claimed they doted on one another, it was strange that he couldn't remember the color of her eyes, her phone number, or the address of their holiday home in Kent.
1: I'm sorry. Hold on. R- rewind that shit. Yes. The color of her fucking eyes. That's
0: what I said.
1: Bro, what?
0: I like. I know you and I both have bad memories about some things, but I.
1: Bro, for eyes. after
0: three years, you don't know what color eyes she has. Do you
1: not look into this woman's eyes every day? I don't know. I don't know her eye color. What?
0: He's like blue brown, just like waiting to see if they nod yes or no. I don't know. The
1: only the only way I would accept an answer like that is if somebody was the type like if like if you were super emo or goth or whatever, and you had contacts in your eyes every single day, different colors. Nonstop.
0: whatever you would know what color my eyes i still were. think i
1: would know but if somebody wears contacts all the time and they're changing their eyes up maybe then would i give you the benefit of the doubt but even then i feel like i still would know like i would know from the first right
0: week. Ah, it's weird that doesn't look good
1: i bet motherfuckers know their coworkers' eyes yeah you know uh,
0: maybe i don't know with all this working remote i probably couldn't tell you anybody's anymore
1: well, like when you, uh, whatever. In
0: person, maybe. Yeah. All right. That's so fucking
1: wild. Police
0: are also like, Ian, can we like take a peek at your cell just to see if anything came through or like take a look around the house? And Ian was like, hard pass. No, thank you.
1: Don't look through my phone or the house? Or the
0: house. Now, f- um, I don't know what the laws are in the UK. I know I've told you this a million times. I am a big proponent in the US of get a lawyer get a lawyer that doesn't mean you can't help listen help and get your lawyer to help You've taught
1: me well and you've always said like if anything ever happens just get a lawyer you always said that you say that in every crime show like these dumb dums should be getting lawyers
0: right even if you're like regardless that is your right to get a lawyer get a fucking lawyer
1: Mm -hmm. for me i wouldn't get a lawyer if you went missing i don't think i would go through my mind i would just be like sure here's my phone here's this and then if they started accusing me then yes of course but like
0: that's fair. The I would do the same like, thing. Nah,
1: bro, you can't look through my phone. Mm. Weird. I get maybe not wanting to go through my house. Like, bro, you don't need to go through the house.
0: Why look for clues? Like, what if she left something behind or I'm, didn't? Or mm.
1: I don't know. The house is weird.
0: I think like, what did she leave? Her passport, her wallet, her purse.
1: You don't think he's well? He doesn't even know what the color of his fucking eyes. So, so who
0: knows? He's like, she has a wallet. I didn't know she's got a passport. Pfft. Seriously. All right. So while Helen is still,
1: what color is her hair? Uh, hmm. Mm. I don't know.
0: What color do you think it is? And I'll tell you if I think you're right. Blonde. (laughs) Okay, so then um let's see i don't know why i give you an actual color but i don't that's fine okay so while helen is still missing ian is thinking i am exhausted from all of this like looking about for helen like helen this helen that i could use a little rest and relaxation Mm -hmm. so let's go on a vacation he does he goes on a two-week vacation to spain
1: it's hard on him
0: it's really hard no one gets it
1: poor ian poor
0: ian yep it's tough on him
1: poor little bitch boy
0: (laughs) so sad
1: (laughs) Doesn't even know the color of his wife's eyes, but he's like, I'm going to go take a vacation.
0: Actually, (laughs) he was probably like, if I go to Spain and I look at other people's faces and their eyeballs, hear me out. This is for Helen. Mm. I can maybe see if that jogs my memory on her eye color.
1: No, no, no. I bet it wasn't a vacation. I bet Ian was like, oh, my God, she's probably in Spain. I should probably go over there and go look for her.
0: Yep. That makes sense. I guarantee it that's what he was doing. Well, it's very thoughtful of him.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Also, there's like some money things and no surprise. The Mary Cotton of it all. Um, that's why I figured
1: life insurance.
0: So first thing, the day Helen goes missing, Ian goes to meet with a solicitor, which is what they call lawyers in England. And he, um, they are there to talk about selling one of the flats that Helen owns. And, um, the lawyer's like, well, where's Helen? And Ian's like, she's not feeling great today. And so like, she couldn't come.
1: Red flags, red flags, red flags. I know. Get the
0: red flag guy.
1: Get him on here.
0: Okay. Oh, this dude's
1: a piece of shit.
0: Bruh, I wrote that so many times in this episode. <laughs> I was like, you got to stop writing it. Um, so that's weird. She so actually tries to sell this flat twice after she goes missing by using power of attorney. And he's not able to. The first time- Power he, of
1: attorney meaning he because he's her husband?
0: Uh-huh. So, now I think, yeah. like, to do power of attorney, you have to sign something. So, I don't know what their situation was. But actually, that time when he was meeting with the lawyer, he was trying to use power of attorney to be like, ah, she can't be here. She doesn't feel good. But like I'll, I can do it. Just let me sell. I don't it. know the
1: color of her eyes, but I'm down to sell her fucking properties.
0: I got her the color of her signature memorized. <laughs> <laughs> this
1: douchebag. Oh,
0: he's such a douchebag. Okay, then on the day Helen disappeared, same day, he's a busy boy. Uh, he goes to the bank and he's like bankers. You know how we have that thing set up where you give me four hundred dollars a month, like from our account. Um, I'd love to up that if we could up that to four thousand dollars a month. I'm sorry,
1: is this his allowance I from think, her bank account? I think so. What the fuck?
0: <laughs> well, he hadn't been working, right? So, so she's
1: paying him it. That's fucking wild.
0: It's four hundred pounds so whatever and you that got translates. The
1: nerve to fucking murder this lady.
0: Well, we don't know. She's. Been I saying, don't know. But
1: it's, this dude's looking real sus.
0: Yeah, he's just the same day. He's like, while I'm out and about, like I cancel the flat, but like bankers, mm-hmm. if we could just let me
1: up that, let me take a vacation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let me try to sell a couple flats.
0: Yes. Mm-mm. Yes. Mm. So that doesn't look great either. So he's like, yes, nothing to see here. Totally normal. Please don't ask me any questions. Thank you very much. Oh, and one last thing. Uh, guess who's the primary beneficiary for her will and insurance policy? Uh, of
1: course, Ian it is. You
0: got it right. It's Ian. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So if you guessed Ian, you would be correct. Her, her estate was estimated to be worth about 3.4 million pounds, and her life insurance policy was worth over 1.25 million pounds. Did you convert that? I didn't. I was lazy, and I was like, eh, pounds and dollars are like, kind of close.
1: Okay. That is fucking wild. Uh, <clears throat> I had thoughts, and they went away.
0: Okay. That's all right. They'll yeah, come to you. continue. All right. So on July 11th, 2016, police arrest Ian Stewart per-
1: Oh, how dumb do you have to be to, like, fucking be like, let me- I don't know the story, but, like, if you go- If somebody goes missing, you don't instantly start trying to sell their shit off and also yes. go to the bank and start fucking with finances. Yes. And And also- How would you not be completely devastated? That's what's on your mind?
0: Right. I I agree. You're not out constantly still looking every day. Searching flyers. He's not working. What else the fuck does he have to do? He doesn't have to take the dog out. The dog's missing too. Yeah. He has nothing else to do. I guess he has some boys to take care of, but they're a little bit older now.
1: Hang the flyers up.
0: Like look, call, search. Post on
1: Facebook. Fucking.
0: Yes. Not what he's doing. No. All right, so on July 11th, 2016, police arrest Ian Stewart, um, this is per Wikipedia, quote, with murder perverting the course of justice and preventing a lawful burial. However, police have do still not, they still have not found Helen or Boris.
1: And what evidence do they have on him?
0: Well, they have a lot of the stuff we've talked about. A lot of it's like circumstantial evidence. Like he can still be convicted, but it's just harder. So um, luckily... Uh, a neighbor... Now, I read a couple things. I heard a neighbor or the former owner of the home, someone told the police that, hey, did you guys know that underneath Helen and Ian's Victorian home, there is a cesspit? More specifically, it's underneath the garage. A cesspit? Yeah, do you know what that is?
1: It sounds awful. It is awful. <laughs>
0: okay, and then I went down a whole deep dive on this, so we're just going to take a slight detour because I found some interesting facts. Turn the car left real quick. Yeah, just real fast. Put the blinkers on. We'll be We'll be back on the road in a minute. Okay, so... Um, before everyone in the UK had sewage systems, um, there was like toilets developed over time, right? we had like the outhouse or they'd call it a privy. And then, um, at some point there were cesspits in Victorian homes. It was like a large hug that was hug. Nope. A large hole that was dug, uh, mm. into the ground and some houses had like wooden chutes. Mm. So basically there would be like kind of a seat with a hole in it and the waste would go through the chutes the into jobbies. the cesspit. What? The jobbies. What did you... What did we learn that on TikTok? Jubies.
1: Jubies, jobbies. Yeah, TikTok. It's British for... Oh, he
0: was like, did you just drop a jobby or something? And I meant Is poop. it a
1: jobby or a jubie? I don't know. It's one of those and it's fucking... Gross. Keyword for turd.
0: Okay. Well, anyway, that... You just
1: drop it. So that's where the jobbies yes. go.
0: Or in some houses, they would go into like a, a pot and mm. then they would go carry the pot to the cesspit and dump it out.
1: Oh, so it's just a... Uh, it's, it's just fucking sewage. It's
0: just sewage. Okay, here... Listen, it gets even worse. Okay. So it was stinking. And so there was a job in Victorian times where they would hire men, even like young boys. And they were called night. I was going to call night soil men, night soil men, jobby haulers, (laughs) basically. And they would go get like the waste out and take it away. And obviously they're not wearing like protective gear or anything. Yes. Also dirty
1: fucking jobs, dude. The worst job
0: the worst. Maybe that's
1: why they called it jobbies.
0: Again, no one's calling it jobbies in this. This is just what you heard on TikTok. But in my thing, no one's calling it that.
1: That's what the British call it.
0: Okay. Well, yes. Just okay. because
1: you have a bunch of American reporters. <laughs>
0: Possibly. Also, sometimes they called them gong farmers.
1: Oh. <laughs> that sounds so gross. It's so nasty. Oh, that's okay. an awful so job.
0: Gong is derived from Old English, from gang, which means to go. And so basically it was...
1: To go. Yeah. Poof.
0: To get any the privy contents. Or night soil.
1: Gong farmers. Fuck. That
0: sounds like the most offensive insult to somebody.
1: You fucking gong farmer. Sounds, oh, that's a new that fucking... That sounds like a
0: hate crime. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like it.
1: It does sound a little bit hate, but it's not. It just means that you're a shitholer.
0: Yep. It sure does.
1: You fucking gong farmer.
0: Uh, I don't think... It still sounds so bad. All right. We'll cancel ourselves. I, yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So now... Um, in more modern times, um, a cesspit is basically like a septic tank. And so Mm -hmm. I don't, here's the thing. I don't know if they had more of like a septic tank or if it was like an old timey pit from in the house. I'm
1: just picturing a pit of shit and just like underneath just.
0: So I'm on our pit. Yes. So I'm unclear what was actually under their house because it was old from Victorian times. Right. But regardless, the gist of it is the same and it's gross.
1: So the neighbor says, Hey, they got this cesspit. pit."
0: Under their ha- like did you have you guys checked there did you know that that existed and police were like we did not know that existed let's go check it's a great that place out to dump a body yep and so um, so the neighbor lets them know and uh, on July 15th so it's a few days after Ian is arrested and just a little over over two months after her disappearance the remains of Helen and Boris are found in the septic tank under their home included with the remains was some white bedding and a dog toy man I know. Just awful,
1: terrible, awful,
0: awful, awful. Okay, so I also read this chilling bit of information on the Wikipedia page. Helen's brother had once visited Helen and Ian at their home, and Helen had said, "quote Helen had joked that the cesspit in the garage was a good place to hide a body, and that the oh. remark had been made in full earshot of Stewart, meaning Ian Stewart." And no then no I wrote, "Fucking way, what a piece of shit."
1: What a piece of shit. She I have joked about again.
0: it. That is fucking bonk. I know. That is
1: wild, bro. The fact that you joke about it and then she
0: and he he was goes like, and
1: fucking, like, yeah, that is a great place to dump a body. I Here know. Here you fucking go.
0: All right. So awful. So awful. I know. So Ian goes before the court and he pleads not guilty in October. And in January 2017, his trial begins for the murder of his fiance, Helen Bailey.
1: Now, still, what evidence is there against him?
0: We're going to talk about it right now. All right. All right. So if you were already hating Ian, uh, buckle up because it just. It gets so much worse than what we've even talked about. Mm-hmm. So the jury hears all the stuff we've already talked about, about the late reporting of her, the missing note, the fact that he's the beneficiary, the increase in the money transfers.
1: Vacations.
0: The Oh yeah. The vacations. Lack of knowing the
1: color of the eyes. <laughs> I
0: hope they said that. The thing that Helen had joked about the cesspit being a good place to hide the body. Mm. Um, I said, I'm assuming the vacay to Spain and they heard some new stuff. So, um, Oh, they also heard about the flat and him trying to use the power of attorney to sell it two times in, failing
1: and going to the bank right you already said that yeah fucking scumbag
0: so police also retrieved cctv footage of ian dumping a large white object which may have been the bedding uh found with the remains and it, it sounded like it was some type of comforter or duvet cover or something right so they see him dumping this white Into large this white suspect. thing
1: yep the neighbors
0: uh they just said cctv footage so i don't know if this was someone's oh, okay
1: some sort of uh like some ring bell or some shit. Yep.
0: Okay. So then an autopsy was performed on Helen and the coroner hadn't found like any broken bones or wounds, but they did find a drug called, um, in her system, which is a medicine used to help you sleep. And guess who had a prescription for that medication? Fucking shitbag, shitbagian, and per an article in the Guardian, quote: She became worried about feeling exhausted, telling her mother she had left her beloved dog behind on the beach in Broadstairs, where she had a holiday cottage. So she was so tired she felt she left the dog there.
1: Well, he's her- fucking drugging her, and how long has he been drugging her for?
0: Just listen. Her internet history revealed the Google search: Why do I keep falling asleep? It just breaks my heart. That's so sad. Like she
1: doesn't know what's wrong with her, right?
0: And you just you th-
1: and she's in so in love with this dude that she doesn't suspect that she's being drugged. Like you right. have your full trust into your partner. Yes, that you don't think you're being drugged. Like I would never suspect you. You yeah. know what I mean? That's like if you were to drug me, and I'm just like, man, I'm just feeling so out of it all the time. I would never in a million. I would never years, suspect
0: you. You e- You would just be like, what do you? Like, doesn't what's even wrong make with sense. me? Like,
1: fuck, do I have cancer? I would start going to the doctor. Like, yo, I'm just feeling.
0: Well, think about it. Like, when I was tired because of a different medication I was taking for a while.
1: Yeah, And you would always take naps in the afternoon. Yeah,
0: and stuff, and it was the medication I I was prescribed and was taking. It, my body did not like it. But yeah. never once did I think you were doing anything. To you would me never,
1: in a health, never, like once. in a relationship, you typically would never ever suspect. Right somebody poisoning you. And this
0: what's so fucked up too is she thought she found her new person and she had this new chapter and I read stuff about people saying like she felt so safe in her first marriage which that and allowed she wanted her to, to let feel her, safe again like that. So she had her guards yes. completely down. Yeah. It's just like
1: It's heartbreaking.
0: Awful. Um, and so I just said, yeah, like, I hate that she loved and she trusted him. She was planning their fucking wedding. And um, I given Giving this
1: cocksucker an allowance?
0: <laughs> and then, per the prosecutors, this fucknut was drugging her and wanted her money. Actually, in fact, prosecutors had alleged he had been drugging her not only just that night, but over a period of time. And they think that while she was passed out from the drugs on April 11th, that he that suffocated he her. her. He suffocated her. Okay, so then I read some conflicting things. Some things said that... Um, Maybe he suffocated her and threw her, and they found her on a hardened piece of the set, cesspit. But other things said, prosecutors suggested that maybe she was still alive when he threw her in there and she that's drowned. That's what I
1: was. That's so. When you said suffocated her, I thought uh, when she was asleep, he just threw her in the cesspit.
0: Yeah, which he might have. So, so was
1: he? Ch- I'm. He was trying to kill her yeah so when he was drugging her and it just wasn't working so he's like well let me just fuck in i think
0: he was getting away with things or like doing things while he was drugging her like maybe taking money or i'm not exactly mm, sure but having
1: an affairs or whatever who knows i don't know
0: i didn't read anything about that but maybe it was a little light on details there but there was one person's theory who i read who thought that maybe she was starting to figure out that he was drugging her yeah and he was like i Need to I was care Maybe this. he was always planning to kill her, but was like, I have to start taking some action because she's going to yeah. figure it out. Um, oh, shit. I know, I know. Okay, so, wait, there's more. So while on trial, Ian has some breaking news to bring to everyone's attention. Uh, so according to Ian, um, he didn't say this before, but probably should have, that Helen was actually kidnapped.
1: Oh, no. She
0: was kidnapped that day. Oh,
1: no, and he...
0: Yeah, so let me tell you what happened because he's going to clean this all up for us. Okay. Um, So he said that uh, two guys named Nick and Joe uh, kidnapped Helen for a (laughs) ransom. Hold the
1: fuck on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're going to fake a kidnapping and you're going to come up with the names nick and joe he's like the jonas brothers it's like yeah it's
0: so i picture like they're like who did it and then all of a sudden it's like you know you're beautiful and he like quickly turns his phone ringer off that's playing it and he's like nick Nick and and joe Joe. and kevin no kevin would never do that kevin nick and joe it was nick Nick and joe Joe. i don't know their last names nick and joe did (laughs) it
1: the most basic of like it just sounds made up
0: it's yes agreed not
1: i mean it obviously is but nick and joe really
0: Yep, I just. Also,
1: why would they give them? How did <laughs> they would just give you? Hi, your name? Hi I'm Nick. I'm, and Joe. I'm Joe. Uh
0: we're here to kidnap your wife this evening. Yep. we're if... gonna
1: take her. Don't say anything to the police. Uh, if you get a, yeah, accused... we are gonna need
0: five hundred thousand dollars from you. Let's keep it like quiet, quiet, so we don't have to hurt her. Like, yep.
1: If they start uh, trying to pin the murder on you, then maybe you can tell them our names.
0: Ugh, it is wild. Or to not me. the murder,
1: but the kidnapping, her yeah. disappearance, whatever.
0: Yeah, I just like. Where the fuck did that come from? Mm. All right. So Mm -hmm. the jury also thinks this story is bullshit. And in February of 2017, they find this motherfucker guilty. And he gets sentenced to 34 years to prison. He gets like life, but it's like at least 34 years. 34 to life. Yeah. All right. So there's some just. But he
1: can't get out in 34 years.
0: I think he could. But at this point, he's going to be almost like 100 years old. So
1: that's still bullshit.
0: Okay. Still bullshit. We have more story to go. Just wait. There's more. I'm
1: here for it. All, All right.
0: right. So the night there's just more to hate about him. There were so many details. I still didn't put everything in here, but I hit the most of them. All right. So like the night she went missing, he texted her XX, like kiss kiss. He knew she was already dead. And the night what that she went missing, he texted oh, her. Oh, so XX. he did text. Yes, kiss kiss. Kiss kiss. But he knew she was dead. So
1: she went miss. Uh, she <clears throat> she text or she leaves a note saying. This is his story. She leaves a note saying, I need some space, and he just sends XX. Like, I'm just trying to think from his perspective, that's gonna. You're gonna be like, yeah, she said she needed space, so I just sent her Kiss Kiss. Yeah.
0: Nothing else? I don't know. His
1: whole. Uh, setup is awful. He's fucking stupid. He's a dumb dumb.
0: So one of the police officers, uh, his name was Jerome Kent, was quoted as saying, this was calculated and pre-planned. He set a date and put her in a cesspit where he knows every time he uses the facilities in the house, that's where it is going. It's an, an incredibly it's cruel and cynical way to dispose of someone you claim to love and were set to marry. And, and I just said, every paragraph I find myself wanting to type out how much I fucking hate Ian Like, Yeah, it's dirty. It's awful. Um so I love that there was justice for Helen here. She touched so many lives. All the articles had lovely quotes about her from a variety of people talking about her humor, her compassion, how she was so brave, yeah. um how she was so authentic and honest, and she clearly had like this broad and just beautiful impact on people. So that just like what a legacy to leave. It's beautiful. Um, right. So that is not the end of our story though. There's more. Okay. Okay. So back to Shit Stain Ian is what mm, I wrote.
1: Shit Stain Ian. I <laughs> like I like how we're just fucking.
0: Fucking. Hate him, calling
1: him whatever, dude. Oh,
0: okay. So this is one thing to call out. So while everybody had lovely things to say about Helen, the quotes about Ian and all these things were fucking roasting him like neighbors. Okay, so you remember on TikTok when they'd show like a beautiful woman and they'd be like, "Oh, she's amazing," and they pan to like the boring ass dude and be like, "And he's here." That's basically what all of these quotes were like. It was yeah. just like she's amazing, and, like he was fucking here, like this
1: piece of shit. No one
0: seemed really impressed, mm-hmm. and I will also say while she called him her like gorgeous gray-haired widow or whatever mm-hmm. no no nope. girl you could do better but it's okay so uh people called him drippy uh which i thought was also fun not in a cool way like gross just i'm gross. sure
1: it's insult in yes another language
0: <laughs> so uh it was still english but yes
1: uh, All right, yeah. I know what you mean. It's not slang for fucking cool yeah. <laughs> or fashionable. <Yes.
0: laughs> not on the quiz. Not on the All quiz. Right. So police remember that <laughs> old Ewan was previously married and his first wife had passed away. Do you remember that? Yeah. Okay. Well. I was
1: going to fucking, hold on. I completely glazed over, but I was going to say like, fuck, did he kill, as you were telling me, did he, did they go back and look at this, his other wife?
0: Well, they sure do because they think at the time, so let me just kind of take you back through this um
1: anaphylactic shock right no epileptic uh, epileptic
0: epileptic fit so ian's first wife was named diane stewart and there were some interesting which means allergies right epilepsy
1: oh what is it
0: epilepsy she had epilepsy oh okay so i think epilepsy has something what is
1: allergies again
0: Anaphylactic shock. Anaphylactic. You were right. right. That's anaphylactic <clears throat> shock. Yeah. Yep. So um if you recall, Ian said he found his wife Diane at home collapsed on the ground. He called for assistance. He tried to do CPR, you right. know, and <clears throat> it looks like she had died from her epilepsy, which she did have. So something interesting is her boys had said she had taken medicine like every day for their whole lives, and she had
1: Fuck. Sorry, up. I'm gonna cut you off. He was uh <clears throat> giving her sleep meds and hoping that she would crash or something.
0: Oh, you think so?
1: I think so, because I, I'm i sure the way he did it with his last girlfriend made it seem like she just died on her own. I bet he was get, drugging her so like she would fucking fall or something. Mm. Or do right? Because she's like, I left my dog. I bet fucking she was driving all the time, and I bet he was just like, I'm going to give her these meds, and hopefully she falls asleep at, a, at the wheel. Or... Some other, uh, oh,
0: yeah, but then that puts his boys in danger. Well, I potentially, yeah, that's a good theory, though. And I had not thought of that mainly because I, cause I, I know exactly what happened. But I bet
1: as long as he was doing it, nothing kept happening. He's like, Well, I just have to take action myself, yeah. I bet he wanted it to look natural. Yes. I don't know.
0: Yes. Agree. A hundred percent agree. So the boys had noted that she had taken two pills every day for like their entire lives. She took them every morning mm-hmm. and neither of them like remembered her ever having any type of episode. And that's different with different This is the other, his last wife. His first wife who he yeah. has the two sons with. Yeah. Who were 15 and 18 when she passed. Now some epilepsy is different for everybody. Some people do have seizures even when they're on medicine. Some right. people, it sounds like she, that was not the case with her. Like it wasn't even like an occasional thing. She just, to their knowledge, didn't ever have fits. Right. Um. So uh, this is what Ian said happened that day. He, Ian said one of their sons had just passed his driving test and they wanted to celebrate. So Ian hopped in the car to go pick up some food, specifically pate and French bread. I mm. just thought that was interesting because that's never something I would hop in the car to go get but after he left he realized like oh i'm such a ding dong like i left my wallet at home so he turns the car around and he comes home and he finds his uh his wife collapsed on the ground so he calls 999 he tells the operator i'm giving her cpr but apparently like unfortunately the paramedics weren't able to save her Mm -hmm. the sons weren't home when it happened um, but the youngest son, Oliver, was 15 when his mom passed. And he said when he saw her, she had foam at her mouth, and he was able just to give her one last kiss.
1: Man, that's that so heart, sad.
0: I know. So, like, my heart is just broken for these boys. <clears throat> Now the boys had said their parents had a loving relationship and Ian was super torn up about his wife's death. One of the boys recalled like the paramedics having to console Ian and him being like very upset that his wife right. had died. Um, they one of them did note that on the day that their mom passed, they had heard their parents using like raised voices with each other. But I don't know if they just couldn't hear what they were saying or like had forgotten what they were saying. But overall, it seems like the kids felt like their parents were in love and it was a good environment, like so, if Overall, they were if yeah. they were having problems, they definitely kept it away from the kids, which, like, I respect that. They kept it low-key. Yeah. Or maybe they weren't really having a lot. Everybody argues sometimes, but maybe they weren't really having issues. Mm-hmm. But glad they left the kids out of it. All right. So, after Ian's wife dies, he does purchase a red sports car, which some people think, that's weird. Um, Ian says... Well, listen.
1: Uh, if I'm sad, I'm blowing money.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, it
1: helps depression.
0: I get it. I totally get it. But
1: <clears throat> weird after your wife just died again. Well, so.
0: so Ian says, listen, we had a car just like this and we sold it when we had our first boy, like our first kid. Mm-hmm. And I was wanted to get it again. So I got it again. Like, mm-hmm. all right. Like,
1: I'm sad. Let me fucking feel good for yes. a minute. Yeah. Okay. So, Temporary like, I can happiness. get that.
0: And he definitely benefited financially from his wife's death. So he received an insurance policy and funds from her personal accounts. So in total, he got like about a hundred thousand pounds, <laughs> which is a large amount. I would say like, it's a large amount, but that's not something that's going to last you for your whole life if no. you have two kids to raise. Yeah. So I'm not. I'm not a fan of Ian. I'm just saying if you didn't know anything about what happened with his second wife, this all seems reasonable to me. Right. Like not a red flag. Yes. Um, Ian's sister, or sorry, Diane's sister uh, also kept reaching out to Ian after her death because she wanted to visit and she wanted to talk to Ian about what happened. I think she thought something seemed suspicious, but I don't know why. And Ian kept refusing. So then, Diane's sister and her husband are both like, we thought that was weird. Again, I don't know. Maybe he doesn't fucking like her or something. Mm-hmm. Not justifying him. He's a piece of shit. But I'm just saying, like, if I didn't know this other stuff, I don't it think. It all
1: seems there's no no red yes. flags popping off. I agree yes. so far. He for just sure.
0: sounds at the worst like he's a dick, which fine. Um, okay. However, they decide the police decide they're going to reopen this case. But Diane had been cremated, which would have been lucky for Ian. But dum-dums stay dum-dums. And he had donated her brain to science. So they cremated everything but her brain. So we still have tissue left. And I'm not sure why he did that, if that was like her request or whatever reason. I'm assuming it was. But they um, did analysis of her brain tissue and the results were in. Diane's cause of death was determined most likely to be due to something outside of her body causing restriction to her breathing. So, why there's someone suffocating her, wow. strangling her?
1: I bet he thought that, like, if he donates her body, it'll just. Gone. Gone. What are they
0: gonna tell from her brain? Yeah. Which I'm gonna be honest, I didn't guess. I no, never really thought about it either way, but.
1: Crazy how you can, we can figure shit out like that. I it's know, super fucking yes. cool. Yes. And wild that, so suffocation, very similar to.
0: Yes, right
1: uh what's her uh helen yes exactly
0: so in a bbc article i read quote um detective mm, i don't know what the Supt is superintendent maybe jerome kent who investigated both murders revealed that when officers arrested stewart who by that time was serving a life sentence for the murder of mrs stewart the killer said haven't you got anything better to do (laughs) <laughs> that fucking piece of shit
1: wow
0: just and i, was I would like,
1: love to just give them a solid right hook
0: yes like haven't you got anything better to do like okay well first of all it's the police i think yeah getting justice is pretty much their main priority so yeah. they nailed it yes no yeah. they don't have anything better to do this was this We're was gonna the thing. fucking
1: hit you with another life sentence dickhead. yes
0: ah uh, so in february of 2022 Ian is found guilty in the murder of his first wife and again is sentenced to a life sentence with a minimum of 35 years. So he's just going to rot in prison. Oh,
1: minimum. So that means he has to at least serve 35 years before he's even uh, eligible for parole. Yep. Which
0: hopefully he'll be... Ding dong dead by then. Well, that's a wrap
1: now when they get him for this one. Yeah.
0: So, like, I'm so sad for her sons, but I'm so glad that they got justice because they probably would have never even known.
1: Had he never done anything with Helen? Right. Yeah, he would have been.
0: But he probably did that first murder and thought, I could do this again.
1: This chick's fucking loaded.
0: Yes. Which is awful because... She sounded, you know, she amazing. sounded amazing, sounded
1: like she sounded so amazing. Like she probably was willing to give this guy anything that he wanted. Right. And you're just going to take it from her for why?
0: For why? It makes no sense. Nope. <clears throat> um So, yeah, uh, that just took me through a lot of emotions. I feel like that's the saddest one we've done. But um I just I had never heard of this case before. And no. I kept reading it and I could not believe this is the, the one debravity. that you thought maybe I would know. No, that's a different one. I okay. do a different week. This is one I hadn't heard of, and I just, yeah, I thought it was a a great story to tell. I mean, the depravity of this dude is incredible. Yeah, awful. He's so bad. I would never even.
1: It's deep. I don't think we laughed very much in this episode I know, at
0: all. I know. It was deep,
1: on, heavy on me. My knees are sweating. I didn't even <laughs> know my knees could sweat. <laughs> Did you know your knees could sweat?
0: I did. It was wild. Listen, my knees
1: have never sweated. I've
0: been chubby for a minute. I am aware that your knees can sweat. <laughs> I, my, knees,
1: my knees have never sweated before. And they're sweating now.
0: Oh, I know. This was a yeah. whew, this was a rough one for yeah. sure. But um, all right. Well, I'll try to bring us something maybe a little bit lighter next week, but uh Yeah, Yeah, in the meantime, uh, if you're interested, I'd say look up more about the Night Soil Boys and the Gong Farmers. We don't say
1: Gong Farmers anymore.
0: (laughs) I like how we started it and we ended it. That's right. progress i don't know (laughs) all right uh till next time you gong farmers oh god all right oh what does emmett call everybody scallywags
1: scallywags all right
0: see you later scallywags so again i'm Whitney, and this is brandon and thank you for listening
1: and make sure to watch our youtube uh for the full video or whatever also check us out on tiktok where we have highlights from the episodes and all that
0: yeah all right we appreciate you yeah we appreciate you bye and that's the show